Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. in Judges. I don't know if I said that. Judges, we're going to start with chapter 13, the very bottom, verse 24. Here's where, here we go. Okay. This is where his birth begins. Our story is about his girls, but he is so intertwined in all of this because of his decisions that it it was too hard to separate him out. So we're adding all of his mess into the mix too. Okay. So let's begin with his birth and then we will immediately jump into his older years because that's what the scriptures do. They skip um, a good section of his life. Okay, Judges 13, verse 24. So the the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to move upon him at at Mahana Dan between Zorah and Eshtael. All right, I I have to make a comment here. This is my favorite part. You're raising your hand again. Go for it. (laughs) <laughs> God knew what Samson was going to do and blessed him anyway. Because don't think you are ever too far gone because God works with the heart. And this is the passage I was thinking of and I didn't actually f- finish it up because this is Matt, this is where I was going to say on Matthew. That's what you were talking about yep, earlier. 1926 because <clears throat> it says, I think I haven't memorized, but I don't. But Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible. Okay, well, let me go back to 25. When his disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, who then can be saved? In verse 26, it says, but Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And that's what we're seeing here is even though God knew that what all the things that Samson was going to do, he blessed them anyway. We are never too far gone because God saw the heart and he saw, sees the end game and he doesn't stop. And I'm glad you said that because in my notes, I talk about how we're going to go back to that. And I never did. Oh, cool. So good job. Thank hey, you. Hey, the Lord's in it. <laughs> that was for you. <laughs> Lord's in you it. You did it. <laughs> I realized that as I sat down to do this, I'm like, oh, man, I said in my notes, we we're going to go back to it. We never did. But Anna just did. Hi. And th- that's exactly right. We are going to see all of his bad decisions, all of the consequences, and that the Lord, it still shows up and says, in in several places, the Lord came upon him and gave him this. The Lord came upon him and blessed him, even though he screwed up and messed up. Oh my gosh, it was bad. I thought David was bad. Samson was pretty. Oh bad. yeah, but but you know what? And that same thing. David, but that's loved, us. You're yeah. right. It's us. David loved the Lord, and the Lord sees the heart. He yeah. knows we're messed up. That's why Jesus had to come and save us. If we weren't messed up, he wouldn't have had to do that. But we're we messed up. Need him? Yeah. So I'm a total mess. Yeah. I don't know about y'all. This one I mean, and then I can't wait. Well, anyway, we got some more, so much more fun stuff to talk about. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Um, okay, so we are now in chapter 14, verse one. Now, Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. So he went up and told his father and mother saying, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of Philistines. Now, therefore, Get her for me as a wife. Verse three. 
Then the father and mother said to him, Is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren or among all the people that you must go and get a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? Okay, we're going to stop right here. So first, you can hear the delight in his father's tone. <laughs> not delight. He's, he's not happy. Yeah, he's, so, he's so not happy. He's very disappointed in his son's decision. Okay, so the, and this is why. The Lord has told the Israelites over and over and over not to marry a pagan people. And for a Nazarite, he should have especially followed God's, God's laws for the Israelites as well as his special laws for the Nazarites. Um, who, again, were Israelites, but that's not what's happening here. Oh, I, I have to make a comment here, too. Yes, go for and it. Then I'm I'm gonna, strawberry. Okay, because I, I do have a follow-up comment, um, thing after you say your other verse. But I, for here, this is my first thought. Why, parents, wh- why do you allow your children to disobey? I mean, his parents should have said no. In fact, we were listening to We were at that steak place the other day, and we were having a listening to a country song the guys were singing and it says something about my mother tried and my mother did tried to do this and i looked at ray and i'm like i don't think she tried hard enough apparently not according to this song but (laughs) why i mean it's one thing if your child disobeys you it is one thing if you say hey look this is how god is and they choose their own path but here why'd you go get her right well it hasn't said that yet yeah i know but when he does i got a follow-up comment okay cool Uh, and then samson said to his father go uh, get her for me, for she pleases me well. So we got a little lust going on here. You think? Okay. Verse four. But his father. No, Joanna. It was her personality that he'd never met. Her eyes. Yeah. Never mind. He never really met her. No, no, no <laughs> not at all. Let's <laughs> love her for her personality. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So verse four. But his father and mother did not know that it was of the Lord. Again, this is what Anna was talking about, that he was seeking, that the Lord was seeking an occasion to move against the Philistines. For at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. And this is that comment I wanted to make real quick. God did not condone this. He did not say, don't marry a pagan and go Samson. Oh, why not? Go ahead. He wasn't condoning it. He rather, he used the situation, just like with Joseph and his mm-hmm. brothers. Joseph. God did not like the idea that Joseph's brother sold him into slavery and all that fun stuff. But, and it was intended for evil, but God, because nothing is impossible with God, changed it to go to his kingdom, to his will. He prepared Joseph to take care of the, his family and the Israelites during the famine. So and this is the same thing. God never condoned or liked the idea that he was being disobedient, but God was going to use it. Because he already knew it was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the Lord's, Nothing, the, everything's usable. Everything yes. that you do, like, like for instance, Anna and I, we've made some very bad decisions yes. in our lives uh, with our first marriages. I've only been married once, so, but it is still my first marriage. Um, and I'm not talking about Anna's current marriage. Right. I'm talking about her first one. Um, we, we made some bad decisions, but the Lord used all of our mess, all of our hurt, all of our pain. Yes. And now... Uh, and then he has turned that into what you're listening to now. Exactly. And and we don't just help women over this podcast. We help women. We've been helping women for years in person. So um, the Lord can use anything. Yes. He uses all Because nothing of is mess. impossible. That's exactly right. And he already knows that yeah. we're going to make the and wrong decision. You know decision. what? And we can't be so messed up. He can't be unmessed up uh, and, and, and clean us. That's not possible. Yeah. He can do, he can do it. Everything. So if is you're sitting there thinking with the Lord, you're like, you don't know what I've done. No, and I don't need to know what you've done. Yeah, but God knows know what, what you've done. done, and He still loves you, mm-hmm. and He still sent Jesus to save you, and Amen. He still wants to clean you up. 
Purchase. You just have to let him. There's somebody out there who wants to get clean, but the, but they're not willing to let them because they think they're too messed up. And I'm telling you right now, sister, the Lord said, I can clean you. Nothing's too hard for me. I'll take you. I'll clean you. I'll make you mine. I will adopt you into my family. All you have to do is confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead and you will be saved. I know two women right here in this room who fall, yep. that, who fall under that exact exactly. category. And because I did, uh, we can talk about it later when you talk about that section about how I thought I had to punish myself and I was, there was, I did not understand forgiveness. Well, it's, it's a, it's not a fun topic. No, no. What I meant is I didn't know yeah. I could be forgiven. I oh, didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah, I yeah. could screw up right. and get forgiven for it. I thought, well, I screwed up too late and I got to deal with it now myself. I yeah. didn't realize that God said, no, yeah, you screwed up, but I can take care of you if you will let me. Right. And I finally did. Right. Yeah. Okay. Easy peasy. Woo. Woo. We can sorry. keep going. All right, let's go. Let's go. Okay. We could just keep going with that. But yes. Okay. Not, sorry. Not, sorry. Not, right, go. Okay. So um, where are verse we? Verse five. We're verse five. So Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. So you're right, Anna. Um, they did. Instead of saying, no, son, you are not marrying a mm-hmm. pagan woman. They're like, all right, let's go. Let, let's all. It's a family. It's a family affair. Now yeah. they all headed down. I'm like. Dying, really, um, parents? But anyway, that's the I next know, podcast. Sorry. <laughs> literally shaking my head. I'm like, all right, whatever. Okay. So now to his surprise, Samson's, a young lion came roaring against him. Wait, I have to stop. I'm sorry. No, go for it. Did the lion send the letter to let him know ahead of time? Is that why he was thought he was surprised? I mean, was he, not, why wouldn't he not be surprised? <laughs> Could figure that now to his surprise. Why? Why would yeah. you not be surprised? I mean, were you expecting a letter from Something the lion saying, "Hey, by yeah. the way, dude, a little heads up." Yeah, next know. week uh, when you head email. down, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to attack you. Just want to let you know he didn't get that email. I guess not. When I read that to now to his surprise, I'm like, were you not expecting that to be a surprise? <laughs> right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Now that was the exact time I put a strawberry in my mouth. So, well, I'm just. I told y'all, ladies, if you can't read this and have fun and and, and have fun. Oh my God, you know, funny. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thought about that the first time I read him. Like, why wouldn't it be a surprise? He's not going to get a letter. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a road where lions don't hang out. I don't know. Anyway, has he never seen a lion? I mean, I mean, I don't. Know. Maybe the lions right. never roared against him, and he's like, "What, dude? What are you up? What are you doing?" <laughs> okay, so I'm Listen, gonna- it's like my cat. The first time he started being loving, and he walked up to me and licked me, and I'm like. What what are you doing? I was surprised. It was about to be a surprise attack, but no. it never was. No, exactly. No. Okay. And the spirit of the Lord. Okay. Verse six. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he, he being Samson, tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat. And then I, then I was like, yeah, because that's so much easier. Well, I don't know the difference between tearing up a goat and tearing up a well, lion. Okay. I wouldn't do a either. A goat is smaller than a lion. But, but who tears apart a young goat? I mean, is that normal? I I had the same question. These, I al- mean, naturally. These are these are old analogies. <laughs> We'd probably do it like, you know, as easy as a tear apart a sponge, maybe. A sponge. I mean, I guess it's supposedly guess easy. They did back then. They tore they, I don't think they tore them apart. At least I missed that part in the Bible. Anyway, this is funny. the fun part we have. Either ladies. way, I thought it was gross. Okay. It is gross. Um. So I'm going to, I'm going to back up a little bit and he tore the lion apart because, you know, I had my own interruption and he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat. 
though he had nothing in his hand. Explain that one, Anna. Oh, because he didn't have a weapon. He didn't have a weapon. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, he was just like ripping. I, I think. Okay, so let me keep going. But he did not tell his father and mother what he had done. So apparently, even though they went together, they walked ahead of him is what I'm guessing. Or behind, or yeah. maybe he was faster. They had to have seen. I don't Maybe so. I don't so, know. But I think this was the first time the Lord showed Samson yeah. the gift the Lord was giving him, which was supernatural strength. Because I think... This uh, lion incident shocked him. You know what? And, and we've seen this before. Because remember David. David was approached. A lion tried to take a, a, a lamb or a sheep. And David oh, grabbed him by the beard and, and, and threw him. Yeah, as, yeah, a, as shepherd. a shepherd. Mm-hmm. And that was the Lord showing him how he was. That through was him, him. Yeah. I can. You can do anything with me. Yeah. That's why sometimes I scare Ray to death. Because it's like, but God's with me. I told him that one day because I, I thought there was somebody coming into the house. Because I heard a weird noise, so I grab a hammer and I go down the stairs. Is yeah. this the hammer time yeah, this or hammer. the shotgun that you didn't have shells to time? Which one? I have shotgun shells now. Just, just you know, I do now. The but, robber didn't know you did. No, that's true. No, this was the uh, there hammer. There was no robber. No, there was not. There was my hammer. But I looked at Ray and I was like, he's like, what were you doing? And I'm like, well, Samson had a jawbone of a donkey. I can. Do you know how much damage I can do with the tetanus? With the ha- yeah, Is it real? Hammer, I can throw a hammer and run. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I'm not left alone very oh, often. Oh, dear. And my yeah. hammer was taken away. Yeah, I don't know anyway, why. Give yourself I, I don't know either. <laughs> he was probably, y'all, y'all, if you knew me, you would be frightened for me too. Or you would be right there with him because I'm, I would probably would have dropped the hammer on my toe. First of all, she was upstairs. And then second of all, and his little bitty stairs, it's an attic room. Get up and down the yeah. stairs without falling. So who knows where the hammer would have actually landed? Well, he fell three times. Yeah, I have fallen too. I not like you, but I did yeah, slip. Yeah, you know. The funny part is my cat's expression on his face when he's looked at me, like, "What, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, walk much. <laughs> anyway, why do you have a hammer in your head going down, <laughs> creeping down the stairs? <laughs> okay, the stairs aren't normal. One, they're no, narrow, they're not, and yeah. two, they're like it's an attic room. Yeah, and so it's like when you take one step, you're actually it's the the height of two at a time. And for me, who is not even five foot, it's it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Anyway, and, and Anna's not that tall either. That's why I was saying is, you know, the Lord does, you know, that's the scary part when you know you can do anything with the Lord. Sometimes you get a little too bold and brave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, you know, like I said, it says it shocked him. Yeah. And he didn't even have a weapon and he was a little shocked at what had just happened. Right. And, and uh, he didn't even say anything to his parents because he probably didn't even believe what just happened. Yeah, exactly. Who would have believed that? Oh, yeah. Okay, son. Yeah. Sipping the wine a little too much. You're not supposed to remember, kid? I know. Okay. Um, all right. Verse, uh, chapter 14, verse 7. So then he went down and talked with the woman. That was the woman from Timnah, who he had his eye on. And she pleased Samson well. After some time, when he returned to get her, he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. Oh, I guess it, it was I the same just, lion. I just realized yeah. it was the same lion. It's the same lion. Okay. so. Um, he took, hold on, let me back up. After some time, he returned to get her and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion and behold, a swarm of bees and honey were in the carcass of the lion and he took some of it in his hands and went along eating. Okay. So for those of you who know me, I'm a germaphobe and I'm literally trying not to gag but i was gagging when i was right it's organic and natural Uh oh anna stop (laughs) stop i have that in my notes by the way no 
Absolutely. It is. No. <laughs> My thought was, um, I guess if you're, if you're not afraid of um, killing a lion, you're not afraid of getting stung. Oh, I can't, I can't even write, I just can't even right now. Can't. Mm-mm. But it's the, yeah, you'll go ahead. You'll explain why this Ugh. is important. Okay. Um, hold on. Breathe. Go to your happy place. Get in the place. Do I need to finish up on this one? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Okay. So when he, when he came to his father and mother, he, he gave them some to eat and they ate it. Apparently it was delicious. It was, Anna, it was a dead You don't read, they spit it, it out. It was a dead lion. I agree. That's some, they didn't, but He they, didn't get the look, honey from a beehive in a tree. It was a dead lion. But the honey still came from flowers, not the dead oh, lion. Oh, God. So I'm wondering, one, how long does it take to make a beehive like that? Two, how long was he gone before he walked right past back the carcass? Because they didn't come and go like we did. Like no, and, and that also explains, well, also it means that he had already split open, which means he had gone through rigor mortis and oh, the dear. thing exploded. Okay. No, and no. everything inside was hollow. No, I can't. I can't do it. Not. I can't get that visual. I got it. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some time passed <laughs> is what we're understanding. Oh, dear. I just can't. Hold on. I'm having a moment. I got water coming out of my eyes and now my mascara is running and my eyes burning. Okay. Go. Okay. <laughs> my goodness. Okay. So he did not. T- we're, we're back. My eyes are really burning. Give you me mean, a minute. I'm about to say I can pause this if you need me to. No, I just need a minute. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's how we roll. Listen, this is real life. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so, but he, back to the scripture, but he did not tell them that he had taken the honey out of a carcass of a dead lion. He didn't tell them that he killed the lion. He didn't tell them that he um, scooped honey honey out of the lion's guts. It wasn't in the guts. Yes, it, it had to have been in the guts. No, that's what I'm saying. It's been time had passed. Ugh. The guts were gone. You don't know that. Um, the bees would have had trouble making their nest if there had been... Because they hang. Are you a beekeeper? Actually, my parents were. Okay. okay. They actually then had boxes. I, re- I retract the sarcasm. Okay. Well, Tell me. Well, we actually had um, bees in our front yard because they had had a, I guess some bees had gone on their own and they actually created a hive in one of our trees and it was hanging there. And so we called some beekeepers to come get them. Hey, that's just a shout out for beekeepers. If you do find a nest or a swarm of bees, don't kill them. We need bees. They pollinate. That's how we get our fruits and vegetables. You can call the bee, uh, a local bee society, beekeeper society, and a lot of times they'll come out for free and grab your bees because they'll take it to their little nest. Yeah. And they'll rehome the bees in a safe manner. And that's what we had Give to do. Give them a queen if they don't have a queen. No, well, they uh, usually, somehow they do. I don't know. I don't know if they elect one. I didn't ask that part. I should have asked, do they elect the new queen? How's this work out? But um, I watched a documentary. Do they elect one? Sometime. Okay. I think that's what happened here. They get them used to it. But it, it did hang. There, it's not implanted in something. So that's why I'm saying it had to be a hollow carcass. That means time has had passed for a while. Jeez. Either way. Either, Either way, way it was a no-no. The facts <laughs> remain. It was a dead lion. And he shouldn't have done that. Ugh. No, oh, right. Because why? Because he wasn't supposed to be messing with dead animals. Exactly. And so exactly. he already broke a Nazarite thing. Okay. So here we are. That's my next sentence. He broke another rule. One was, you're not supposed to be marrying pagans. That's an Israelite rule. Two, he broke a Nazarite rule of no 
uh, coming in contact with dead body. Person or animals. Person or animals. No dead carcasses whatsoever. And he did. Not only did he, but he ate food out of it. Oh, dear. Help me, Lord. Okay. What if it fermented? <laughs> okay. Broke another rule, Paul. I don't know. Don't I don't know, know if it did or not. Probably not. Know. But I, I sat here and thought, you know, because <sighs> fermented honey is mead. I did not know yes. that. I, I read the book. Interesting. The book, The 13th Warrior or Eaters of the Dead, the original book was called Eaters of the Dead. They talked about that. I saw the movie. The, it was the stupid. Book, I couldn't no, no, handle no. it. The book was great because okay. it was based, it was Beowulf. Michael Crichton did it as a bet to oh. make Beowulf interesting. And he used true culture and a true people to create this story. Okay. I'm gonna have anyway, to the so that's one of the okay. things they talked about. They weren't supposed to be drinking, but fermented mead, which was fermented honey, was acceptable. Interesting. Yeah. It's really, the book is great. If you can find it on audio, it's, it's okay, I mean, warrior. sorry, y'all. I'm, gonna try I'm to not, they're that. not, it is paganism. So it's not like they're believers in the book. So yeah. just shout out to, you know, it's Beowulf for crying out loud. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. If anybody goes and looks for the book, hey, it is pagan and it is <laughs> history. Not, you're not going to find it in the Christian section. No. <laughs> okay. Verse 10, 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 10. So his father went down to the woman and Samson gave a feast there for young men used to do so. And it happened when they saw him, they, that they brought 30 companions to be with him. Okay. They made them bring him friends. Um, I think that just their side, they, yeah. I don't know. Okay. It was a big party. Yep. Okay. Um, then Samson, Sam, I can never say his name right. Samson said to them, let me pose a riddle to you. If you can correctly solve and explain it to me within seven days of the feast. Now that's a party. Exactly. Then I what would. What happened to that, man? <laughs> yeah. All we get is what? A couple hours after yeah, a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that got reduced drastically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I will give you 30 linens, um, 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. But if you cannot explain it to me, then you shall give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. And they said to him, all right, pose your riddle that we may hear it. And he said to them, out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. Now for three days, they could not explain the riddle. But as it came to pass on the seventh day that they said to Samson's wife, entice your husband that he may explain the riddle to us or else we will burn you and your father's house with fire. Have you invited us in order to take what is ours? Is that not so? Okay, girl number one. Pagan wife. All right. His first wife, his first girl, she was a pagan. We do not know her name. We just know her story. So Samson made a bet with her people at their wedding feast. And after three days, they couldn't figure out what he was talking about. And the dead lion that he had just defiled himself with against the Lord over some honey is what the riddle was about. So they threatened his wife with a horrific threat. She has a decision to make about how she is going to handle this. So let's see what she does. Well, I have to say a couple things. One, Go for it. Who invited them again? I, I think she did. It was her side of the. I'm on the say. It she, was her townsman. Yeah, they shouldn't have invited them. But I just wanted to make it wonder, though. Did he already have a reputation with the women that he was weak around them? Because why would they say, hey, entice your husband? Who? Why would they think that would work? I mean, were they so weak that it would work on them? 
or did they make assumptions or did he already have a reputation about the women and in his um i i have a feeling because later on when you talk about the second woman i have a feeling that she wasn't the first mm-hmm. i just got the slides when they say hey go ahead and entice your husband mm-hmm. i'm i don't know i just unless that was just them saying well, you better get the information out of them do what you got to do, girl. Yeah, I don't care what it takes. We but need you to better, answer yeah, this riddle. You, you need to get that answer. So mm-hmm. do whatever it takes. Maybe that's what they meant. But I was just wondering if he had already had that type of reputation. Because, we're, you know, you're supposed to be set apart. He wasn't being very well set apart for the Lord. So was he being set apart on the other side? Mm, good question. All right. Good question. Okay. So let's see what she does. Verse 16. Then Samson's wife wept on him and said, I can just picture it. She's laying yeah. on him, just a crying. Oh, you only hate me. You do not love me. You have posed a riddle to the sons You're of just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we're supposed to love everybody, but in that way, I mean, honey, you just met. I know. They right, just anyway, got sorry. married. Okay. So you've posed a riddle to the sons of my people, but you haven't explained it to me. Sorry, I'm trying to get my whiny voice going on. Okay. Yeah, got it, girl. Yeah. And um, and he said to her, look, I have not explained it to my father or my mother. So should I explain it to you? And now she wept on him the seven days. Man, that's a long weeping day. Seven days while their feast wow. lasted. Those are fun. He didn't, so. <laughs> he didn't think something was wrong. Fun times. That's a good fun. Part. Now I'm not. Now She's I'm, whiny. Now I'm not wanting a seven day feast. No. Okay. So, and it happened on the seventh day that he told her because she pressed him so much. Then she explained the riddle to the sons of her people. So the men of the city said to him on the seventh day before the sun went down. Okay. Before we say what they said, we're going to stop right here. Okay. Um, So she made two bad back to, since our story is doing what's right, not what's easy. Let's talk about what she's done. Okay, so she made two bad back-to-back decisions. So she suddenly found herself in a life-threatening situation, but instead of going to her husband and telling him what just happened, she chose to trick him and manipulate him to get something from him. Now, I'm not making light of the situation because she was in a bad, scary situation, and a lot of people would say, well, she was just being, she was being blackmailed, and her family's lives were at stake. And to that I say, we all face um, we, we face all kinds of decisions throughout our lives. The Lord gives us the opportunity all of our lives to make choices and decisions. Good decisions come with blessings. Bad decisions come with consequences. I have personally been in several, not proud of what I'm about to say, but I've been in several situations where my life was in danger. Sometimes I made the right decision and the Lord allowed me to escape it. And sometimes I made the wrong decision and the situation got worse. So let's see if she has consequences or blessings to the actions she just took against her husband. Go ahead. Okay. So I was going to say is um, that blackmail thing. I literally just read an article. I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday. So apparently, so this mom's wanting to, to, Make everyone aware of this. Real life. This is real life article I read yesterday. The mom's trying to make everybody aware of this situation because she doesn't want what happened to her son to happen to anybody else. So, 
I want to put this on there because, you know, if your parents listening, pay attention to your children and their behavior changes. He had been texting what he thought was a girl. And she sent a naked picture of herself and asked for one return. So he did. And immediately he got a blackmail. And they demanded $5,000 or they were going to put it all over the internet and, and send it to people that he knows. And he didn't have the money. He said, I got 150 bucks. He paid them and they kept coming after him. He finally killed himself because oh, he thought there was gosh. no way out. And that, ladies, is the problem. I, that's when I saw in here. Yes, she was blackmailed, but there is a way out. And I've, I felt so bad for that mom because that's what happened. That's why she's telling everybody, watch your child. Because you know that she probably saw a change in her child and she couldn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. And that would have been one of those things I would have told my child, look, we're just going to let them go. Call their bluff. If they put it out there, we'll deal with it then. You know, yes, it is a terrible. You just learned a valuable lesson and a really big lesson, but it will eventually go away. And her, she should have told her husband. Agreed. She should have done something too. Ladies, don't use tears to get your way. Don't misuse your tears. God gave us tears that he counts, but not inappropriate tears. You know, we need to use them correctly. You know, sometimes we do get teary eyed. We do get upset, but it shouldn't be for manipulation. And and, and if you or you cry to get your way, please keep listening. There's help for you. Right? Talk about nagging. Yeah, and in the Bible talks about that. Solomon talks about that several times. Mm-hmm. The guy with that many wives, he probably has a thing or two to talk about. And one of them is about the contentious wife. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a contentious yeah, wife. Yeah, he's got a wife of each kind, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's learned. He has a few things. As wrong as it was, he has a few things he can share. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over. Thank you.